All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Seekers, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today has been a really good day. I have had such a good night of sleep. I have so much energy. And when I get these days, sometimes I have to be careful because I will just go, 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 go. My brain is like on like autopilot right now, and I am just like productive. So sometimes that can be a great thing but could also lead me to do entirely too much in one day and then feel like crap the next day because I have a poor night's sleep to lead up to it. And there were after that, after the fact And it's funny because I was looking at my whoop strap after my training and it said something like you have went beyond, you went beyond your optimal range for additional gains today. Be careful not to do this too often as it can result in overtraining or injury. So just one of those things, but I felt really good. And, and honestly, today was my first day doing chest of our pull-ups since my surgery back in January. That's been the one movement that I've kind of avoided, um, butterfly chest of our pull-ups, but I've done a ton of strength, um, a lot of strict work. I've gotten back into bar muscle-ups and it's funny because people are probably like, why are you doing bar muscle-ups before chest of bar? Because I feel like the bar muscle up, the kip is way less taxing on the shoulders and the repetitions are way less. Whereas a butterfly chest bar is definitely going to be a lot more strenuous on the shoulders. And it's why I don't really recommend people doing a lot of butterfly pull-ups unless they are looking to, um, you know, compete in the sport of CrossFit because they're not very functional. I mean, yeah, they're faster, but kipping pull-ups are much safer on the shoulders uh, anyway, so it's been a really productive day. Um, a lot of stuff coming up this next couple of weeks in my life that I just want to kind of fill you guys in on. It's funny. There was a, a girl that made a post in the CrossFit, Women of CrossFit Facebook group that I'm a part of. And she said something like, is there somebody out there that has a YouTube channel that's like just a regular mom or like a regular woman in her 30s or 40s that doesn't have like training as her full-time job and has other things? And I'm like, well, that's me, but I don't really have a YouTube channel. I have, you know, a YouTube podcast, but I don't have an entourage to like follow around with me the camera. Maybe I should start doing my own YouTube channel because I definitely have a lot of things coming up. And I want to start this episode by talking about some of those exciting things uh, because some of them do pertain to my listeners um, and then get into today's topic, which I really didn't know how to title this one because I wanted you guys to watch it because I do fully heartedly believe that this, this episode is going to change some of your guys' mindset out there and just might help you be more successful in making the nutritional changes that you need to that will get you better off. So, um, but anyway, so big thing coming up this week, I have my fat loss framework seminar, fatlossframeworks.com is the link to sign up for it. It's sorry, seminar. It's a webinar. It is Thursday, August 31st at 2 PM. I am going to be breaking down from start to finish how to truly master your nutrition so that you can honestly, for those of you guys out there that are into functional fitness, you want to feel good in the gym. You also want to look like you work out. Maybe you have 10, 15, 20 pounds to lose. Maybe you have 40 or 60 pounds to lose. Maybe you have much more than that. These fundamental frameworks are going to change the way you approach nutrition and help give you the exact tools that you need to be able to cons be consistent with that and seeing it through to the finish line, which is the most important part, and then understanding how to maintain it. So if you want to join in, fatlossframeworks.com is the link to sign up. There will be a recording, but you do need to sign up for me to go ahead and send you the recording because I will have all of your guys' email. And after the seminar, the webinar, I will be emailing everybody if they, if they want the recording or not. So even if you don't go, if you want the recording, still make sure that you sign up. And then there will be a actual opportunity for you guys to get some coaching on using these fundamentals in the month of September. 
specific date still depending. Now, listen, guys, I am a small business. It is myself. It is my co-coach, Katie. I am just bringing on another co-coach, Miss Hannah. And I have Stephanie, my CSM, my, my client success manager. And that's really it. That's my small team. So whenever I take on these projects, you guys have to understand that you're getting me and a lot of my expertise and my time. So I have to realize that there's only so much time in the day. And this coming month is extremely busy for me. So the date is still tentative based on one very, very big life factor for me. I just bought a house. I am 38 years old and I just bought my very first house. Um, I, long story short, is in 2019, I went from living uh, in a bedroom in my aunt's house for $400 a month to renting my first studio apartment um, that was on my own in the, you know, well, I did, I did have a house that I rented, I guess, back in 2011-ish, 2010-ish. Um, for a period of time before I moved to Boston to work up at CrossFit New England. But since then, I had always kind of been living the athlete life, living very cheaply, um, you know, $400 room rentals, $250 room rentals, whatever I could do to like scrape by. Um, and so in 2019, I took a leap of faith and I got my first studio apartment. And um, that's what you guys are always seeing here. It's small, it's cute, it's mine. And I really had no intention of upgrading. Um, it really kind of came suddenly because I was looking to find something closer to the gym and, um, was going to just rent something. And then as I was looking at the cost of moving into a new rental, I was like, this is crazy. So I started looking at buying and my good friend, Lindsay had kind of edged me into kind of pursuing this. And I found the perfect house after a couple of things that weren't so good. Um, and I love it. I'm excited. Closing date is tentatively on the 14th. And this is where the time crunch comes in because my lease here is up on the 8th and the closing date is the 14th. So I'm trying the best I can to get things moved up a little bit so I can kind of not worry about paying extra to live here. So that's why I haven't actually set the date yet for that four week program. And I know that you, those of you guys that want to jump in are going to be excited. You're going to do it, whether it's the beginning of the month or the end of the month, but regardless, the perfect day doesn't exist. So it's just going to kind of make sure that I want to make sure that I'm settled in and that I can give you guys my full attention. That's why I kind of said, Hey, small business. I don't have anybody else, you know, doing the stuff behind the scenes. It's all me. So, um, but I'm excited for that as well. So three big, exciting things, the webinar, my big move and uh, obviously the four week program that I'm going to be catering or that I'm going to be piloting off of the actual fat loss frameworks webinar, which is going to help you guys get a little bit more practice in putting that stuff to use. So see somebody put, there's something in the comments. Hey, Kenneth, good to see you. All right. So today's topic, all right, was kind of sparked to me randomly today. I don't normally podcast on Saturdays, but the reason I am is honestly, because I'm so busy, I'm worried that I'm not going to get it in on Tuesday like I normally do. So I'm like, you know what? Let me make sure I get one in today. I have some thoughts that I want to, you know, share with my listeners. And if I have another thought on Tuesday, you might get me twice. So, but what I really felt pulled to talk about is the mindset shift needed for people to understand why they are not being consistent with their nutritional changes. Um, and I had a couple of my clients in my mind when I was thinking about this, who really struggle, like they really want to see changes. It's not that they're not, it's not that they don't quote unquote want it bad enough. I hate when people say that they do, they really want change, but it's like, it just seems like sometimes they're choosing the things that they are wanting to hold on to instead of the change that they want to see. 
And the real truth is, guys, when you are looking to change a result, you want to get a different result. You have to change the things that are getting you the current result that you're living in, right? So right now, if you, hey, Judy, if you are 20 pounds overweight, okay, there is a reason why you are carrying 20 pounds of excess body fat. And no, it's not your metabolism or your hormones. Something in your habits has now caused you to gain weight. And so we have to identify what those habits are and be willing to make changes to them. And a lot of people really struggle with letting go of some of the things that have caused them to gain weight. Guess what, guys? It is really, really relaxing to sit on the couch with a pint of ice cream and a brownie, maybe some chips, watch a movie and chill, right? But if we did that every single day for seven days a week, what do you think is going to start to happen, right? So we have to understand that like, you know, we if we live a lifestyle that is conducive for putting on body weight, we are going to put on body weight. And, and I'm, I'm using that as an extreme example because it's not really that extreme. It's, it's actually the little subtle things that people don't realize that they're doing that are really making a big difference as to why they are gaining weight, why they're not losing weight. Perfect example is like things like randomly snacking throughout the day rather than actually taking the time to say, hey, I'm going to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and three snacks or two snacks or whatever that looks like to you. They are, you know, maybe planning in like breakfast and dinner uh, and like the rest of the day, they're just kind of winging it, which leads them to like grab a handful of M&Ms or grab a bite of their kid's food or whatever that is. They're not taking the time to actually think about what they want to be eating throughout the day. And instead of doing that, they just randomly grab things. And that's why they continue to gain weight. They continue to stay struck. They, they stay stuck. And then the resistance they feel is, well, that feels restrictive. That feels hard. It feels hard. What is so hard about saying, I feel like having two cookies uh, as a snack today. How can I work that into my diet? And I'm like, two cookies is an example, but like, well, I'm going to have a Greek yogurt and some two cookies. Like now you've worked in the two cookies and the Greek yogurt. You've got some protein in that, but they don't take the time to do that because they're so conditioned to be impulsive and just wing things all the time. So in order for you guys to change the result, you have to be willing to look at the things you have to change. And that is just one example. Another example is the the, the yo-yo, the yo-yo of, there's so many different yo-yos. Whenever I use the term yo-yo, think of it like doing two very opposite things. So like Monday through Friday, they are meal preppers or even Monday through Thursday. They're like, bring their lunch to work. They come home and they have the same freaking turkey wrap for dinner, whatever it is. I see this all the time in client journals. And then Friday through Sunday, you look at their food journal, crickets, nothing's there because they literally got so bored of what they were eating. And they're like, whatever, Friday night, it's, you know, pizza night, Saturday, we're going out to, you know, get tacos and have drinks. And then, you know, Sunday we're going to brunch and they literally walk away from what they were normally doing to doing whatever they want. And there's never any metal ground. And the reason they fear changing behaviors is because they see it as restrictive. They think about, well, I'm not supposed to be doing these things, so I don't want to give them up, but I'm not supposed to be doing them. They're, they literally know that they're not good habits, but they're not willing to change them. And, and that's why they stay stuck. They continue to stay stuck. And I think it comes down to not understanding what moderation looks like 
and how to build a diet that is very gray and not black or white. All right. So that's really the main thing. So in order for you guys to realize that you want to change how you look, you want to change your results, you want to get faster results, you have to look at the behaviors. And it all comes down to mindset. It all comes down to you taking the time to be more mindful. People are very conditioned to just think impulsively, especially when it comes to food. I'm hungry, signal, cue, there's food right there. I'm going to eat it. Now the craving is fixed. I feel satisfied. But then two hours later, I realized, shit, I just sabotaged myself because I chose the wrong things. So when it comes to really getting yourself into a place of understanding the change you need to make, you have to look at what changes are or what behaviors are causing the weight gain. Those are the number one things that you have to look at. Some common things are, like I said, grazing. Other things are just having no concept of understanding food quality and eating a lot of high fat, high calorie foods. Um, other things, like I said, are like, you know, living on too low of calories for part of the week and being very restrictive and then going and eating whatever you want the other half of the week and never having any gray area. And I think the the big problem is, is, is I, I kind of already mentioned this, is people see these changes as like restrictive. Like, oh my God, if I have to track my food, that's like obsessive. Or if I have to say no to drinks, that's, oh, I feel restricted by that. And they're not looking at the empowerment that they get at learning how to practice moderation and the empowerment and the choices they are making to say, hey, these things have earned me the body that I have right now, which is not making me very happy. And if I actually want to change this, I'm going to have to do the uncomfortable thing of letting go of some of these, these mindset shifts that are these mindset beliefs that I have that my only joy comes from having that extra glass of wine or the relaxation I get from that glass of wine is the only thing I look forward to at the end of the week. Like it's things like that. People use food and drinks as their sole, 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 sole source of happiness and, and relaxation and feelings. And in reality, that is like the most empty life. You literally are choosing food and drinks over everything else. Now, I'm not saying we should not enjoy food because guess what? Food is freaking delicious. I love to eat. Um, and whether it's, you know, you want to have a couple of things, but this is where also shifting your mindset into always feeling like you've got to be perfect or you're not good at all. Okay. Because nutrition is not somebody yesterday says, well, one of my clients like, yeah, I just can't get rid of all these bad foods in my diet. I'm like, well, what are bad foods? She's like, well, I like chocolate. And I know I shouldn't be eating it. Well, no, it's not that you shouldn't be eating chocolate. You have to understand how to moderate the amount of chocolate you eat. Like having two or three Reese's peanut butter cups is not a problem. Eating all of your carbs in a day from Reese's peanut butter cups is the problem, you know? So it's understanding how to moderate things and not feel restricted by that. This is going to require you some struggle. Like you are going to have to say, hey, I'm used to just gravitating towards this and we, we get used to, and if you're like me, I'm a creature of habit. Once I've got a routine, it's hard for me to let go of it. It's food and everything. But when you let go of those things, it feels a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning, but it frees you to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. And if you start to focus mostly on those habit changes, you will start to see results a lot faster, you know, and that's really, really the main thing that you guys have to understand. I think people are so conditioned to think about 
all of the things that they need to remove in their diet, right? They think about, I need to stop eating so many carbs. I've got to cut out sugar. I've got to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to do the 75 hard challenge. I'm going to do the whole 30 challenge. I'm going to do all these things to improve my nutrition and make me feel better and make me lose weight. And then in reality, those are the wrong things to be removing. They're removing the wrong things. They're focusing on the wrong problems. The problems are their fear of saying no to a food, of feeling like if they don't have it, then they're like sad. Like it's going to make them feel like they had didn't have a good time. Like if you say no to the chips at the at the as the appetizer, that suddenly like all of a sudden your time at the dinner table is ruined. Like you have to remove those fears of like the unknown. You have to remove the fear of judgment, of worrying about what other people are going to say about you. You have to remove the fear of like, what if me making these changes doesn't create the change that I want? You have to let go of those beliefs that you have. You also have to learn to be more mindful and more aware of things. You know, on the weekends, yeah, you're probably used to just eating whatever you want. And guess what? That's why you look the way that you do and you feel the way that you do. If you start to realize that like you can have whatever you want, but you have to be mindful and aware of portion sizes and understanding how those things fit into your diet. Now you can have your cake and you can eat it too, quote unquote, right? So that's really what I want to get out of this episode. I started thinking about, you just came to my mind, another, another client of mine recently. And this is really hard. When I have a client who, I, I have a much, I have a very diverse group of clients. I've got clients that have well over a hundred pounds to lose. Some that have 10 pounds to lose some that are looking to build muscle and which means they're not looking to lose anything at all. Hey Jake. But you know, when it comes down to this person in particular is she's significantly overweight. And when it comes down to somebody that has over 50 pounds of excess body fat, for me, that's a health concern. That's not just a, I want to get a little bit leaner and I want to see abs. That's, I want to feel good about my body, but listen, I'm also like not doing a service to myself. I, I don't have I'm all about body positivity, guys. I'm all about you guys loving yourself how you are. But if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, like that's a serious thing. You need to take that seriously. It shouldn't be just accepting yourself and not doing anything about it. It should be accepting yourself and knowing that you are worth the change. You are worth making the changes. But this person comes to mind because, you know, she's like, you know, I, I really got, I get so I get so burned out and. I, I literally was like, okay, let's, let's talk about this because she was working with a different coach and I started to look at what she was eating and the coach should have her on much lower calories. She was eating like 1900 calories a day. When I figured out her BMR TDE, I figured her at about 25 to 26. So initially I'm like, all right, let's bring your calories up. Let's do that. She was consistent. And then after about two weeks, all of a sudden on the weekend, she's like, yeah, had a rough weekend. Womp womp. And like, was very just like nonchalant, like, didn't say anything. And I, I get it. Sometimes that happens. And I look at what she, you know, what she told me what she had, it was like a six pack of donuts. It was, she ate out at breakfast time and had like two waffles, orange juice, like tons of carbs. And I'm like, okay, so you had a weekend out, you know, whatever first time, but then it started happening again and again and again. And I'm like, Hey, you know, you're allowed to have these foods, but like we need to moderate how much of them you're having. You having an extra 2,500 calories from donuts and orange juice on a Saturday is, is not, that's excessive. And she was justifying it like, well, I was so hungry after my CrossFit workout. And I'm like, and that's why you need to make sure you plan to have a post-workout meal. Right. So I was giving her all the solutions, right. I'm telling her like, let's fit in a post-workout meal. Let's moderate the amounts of these foods. If you want to have them on the weekends, 
I started looking at her diet and I was looking at the foods that she was choosing and she was eating a lot of like snack foods that were really dense, like little cliff bars. And I'm like, well, I think this is why you're so hungry because you're eating about 2,600 calories, but the food that you're eating are so dense. She was using like full sugar jelly. And I started to show her like, let's make small changes to the types of food that you're eating. And the resistance I got was like, this is too hard. I, I just, I'm stressed out about eating what I want to eat, what I want to want to eat. I'm like, well, eating what you're eating is why you have a huge appetite. You're hungry all the time and you're getting these cravings. I'm telling you how to fix them. And the funny part is she decided to take my advice. And the first couple of days of one week, she decided to use this different foods. I told her, and she goes, I'm so full. I can't eat all this food. I'm like, it's crazy what happens when you feed yourself the right things. But she abandoned ship and is now struggling to get back on the bandwagon. So it's like, you have to be willing to change. And it's not about a coach telling you what to do. I was trying to meet her where she was at and give her suggestions. You have to be willing to make changes. If you are not willing to change, you are choosing to stay the same. And if you think that the results that you want are going to come by continuing to do the same habits that you have, you are so far from the truth. The reality is you have to change. It doesn't have to be restrictive. It can be empowering. It is going to require you to have some struggle. You're going to have to make choices in the beginning that feel like a decision that you don't want to make. You know, it's choosing to save your money versus spending it on an impulse buy. Like that's reality of what it is. But at the end of the day, those tough changes are how I've changed my body and how my clients are changing their bodies. And guess what? It doesn't feel restrictive because we are feeding ourselves enough. We are doing everything that we are doing because we care about our bodies. And if I decide that I want to have a donut, I'll have the donut. But guess what? I don't really crave that shit because I'm feeding my body what it wants. All that stuff goes away. I'm going to read some of these comments here because I think I'm done on my rant today. This has been just a ranting day for me. It's too simple for people. We generally don't like being told it's simple because it leaves only room for accountability. Well, accountability is what a lot of people need, Jake, for sure. Um, it is, it is a simple thing, but simple isn't always easy. All right. It is simple. I am not at all saying that simple is easy. I am telling you right now that if you want to change, you are going to have to sacrifice or you are going to have to feel some discomfort. And if you are a CrossFitter, Jake, which I'm going to assume that you are. Okay. Think of it this way. The first time you approach a barbell that is heavier than you've ever lifted before, you are going to have some fear. You're going to be like, I've never lifted this before. And, but you lift it and it was really, really freaking hard. And you're like struggling and it's a back squat and you're like halfway up and you feel like it's like the longest back squat you've ever done, but you get out and you're so happy you did, right? If you didn't ever walk into that point of feeling scared, it's a simple thing. Just squat to the bottom and get back up. But simple does not make it easy, right? But you challenged yourself and you were successful. And sometimes you're not. Jake's a CrossFit coach. Good to know. So Jake, you know what I'm talking about. You probably push your clients all the time. You see that woman on the ground and she's starting to step down and up on her burpees. You're like, hey, come on, keep jumping. You can do it. And she's like, man, I'm so tired. But then she hears you telling her that she can do it. So she starts to jump back on her burpees again. It's the same shit, man. Same shit. Let's see. Where's Judy's comment? Oh, Judy, here we go. I couldn't do what you do, Cheryl. I get so frustrated. You speak truth and many don't want to hear it. Listen, Judy, I am what I would like to call myself tough love, but not, I don't know. I guess I am kind of tough love. 
I am, I am more sensitive than anything, more empathetic than anything. In fact, I've already texted five of my clients to just, just, to just today, just because I worry about them and they're clients that I give tough love to, but doesn't mean that I don't know that the struggle is there and it's hard. You know, like I, I don't get frustrated. I, for a long time, I did for a long time. A lot of my own full transmit, a lot of my self-worth was wrapped up in my client success. And if my clients weren't doing the work and they weren't failing or they were failing, then suddenly it was, it was me that it was a reflection on. Like I wasn't being effective as a coach, but I literally have learned now that like, it comes down to some people have to have the willingness and the desire to change. And if they don't, there's nothing I can do on my end. I can do, I can give them every resource I have. I can write every meal plan. I can give them every solution, but unless they're willing to try it and want a different, ch to change their life, they are going to continue to just do the same thing. And there's nothing that I can do about that. You know, I think that I do like to give people some credit on that end though, because there's a lot of, you know, fear of failure, fear of judgment, a lot of feeling like, they, they don't understand how the little changes will compound to bigger changes. So, you know, when I tell somebody that's struggling with nutrition that, Hey, you know, like maybe they're struggling with, uh, maybe they're just struggling to just, let me think of something. I'm, Cause I'm thinking about, okay, so let's just say they're really struggling to get in, um, like their macro ranges. All right. The first thing I'm going to be like, let's just focus on your protein. You know, like, let's just focus on, getting your protein up and watching where your calories are. Don't stress so much about the macronutrients. And some of my clients that have struggled with that will take that advice. And they're like, so happy they did. Okay, cool. They don't think about, well, why they just do it. They're just like, All right, let me focus on the protein. Whereas other clients just hear that and they do nothing, you know, or a, a client that is struggling with the random snacking throughout the day. I'm like, okay, what do you randomly snack on? If it's like pretzels and chips, all right. Let's fit in two snacks throughout the day. And I want one of them to incorporate some pretzels and a, a protein source. And what's the other thing like snack on? And then let's fit, let's fit that in somewhere else. Some of my clients will take that and run with it. You know, so it's all about, you have to be willing to understand that this is a progress. It's not perfection. And in my clients that do that, do, do truly see changes because, you know, and the real, guys, the real truth is, is that these behavior changes are permanent. It's not a snapshot of your life. We are literally trying to change your habits because if you just go back to doing what you're doing before, guess what? The results are going to be temporary. Nobody wants that. People want to actually sustain the results. You know, that's why I full heartedly believe in teaching people how to eat and not how to diet. I don't care if you are happy with your body composition, but you're starving yourself because you're scared to eat too much or you have 20, 50, 100 pounds to lose, and you want to be able to keep it off. Like my goal is that you are learning how to feed your body to get to that goal, whatever that goal might be, but also maintain it. That's so important for everybody. And I feel so fucking passionate about teaching that to people. And it's why I'm really excited about my webinar this week. I love the tough love approach. Let's see. I'm just not good at it. I'll try to help friends to a point with fitness and nutrition as soon as the excess. So here's the other thing. When you're trying to help your friends uh, with fitness and nutrition, it is very difficult. Okay. I love my family to death. Love them. If I showed you pictures of them, I would look like I am from a completely different family. I mean, we had the same features, but body types completely different. Both of my brothers, 
One of them, him and his wife have actually made some positive changes this year and he is down quite a bit of weight. The other one still needs to work on things. Um, and so my family is, is all overweight. They all eat very poorly. My dad probably drinks six or seven Red Bulls a day, uh, smoke cigarettes, love my dad though. And I know he's trying to quit. Um, you know, so like my family's very different than me. And if I try to give them advice, it ends up becoming an argument. So I stopped. You know, my mom, she always will ask me questions about like, what do you think about this? I'm like, you mom, you need to eat more protein. <laughs> she doesn't need any protein. And she's, but she doesn't, you know, all that she makes every excuse. So I just stop because it's going to cause too much stress and pressure. And I always, when I'm being tough love, the best advice for giving tough love is to always start with a compliment. When you compliment somebody first, the tough love becomes much more receptive. You have to find something that they're doing really well or something to validate why they're having a hard time changing the thing that they're changing. And that usually helps tough love get received a little bit better. So you have to, you have to know when you're giving tough love, you have to have that buy-in from people. Uh, Jake, the easiest way out for all of us is to sublet responsibly to third parties, lay the blame on their struggle. Absolutely, Jake. And as a coach, I know you understand this. It's so frustrating. I didn't get results because this coach sucked. I didn't get results because that program sucked. I didn't get results because that diet was horrible. No. You didn't get results because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, or you didn't speak up about the things that were not working out for you. Communication is so important in a coaching relationship. So 100% Jake, Judy, I've learned a lot from watching and watching Scott's journey. You push back firmly, but lovingly. I love that Judy. And I love that you're following Scott's journey. Really looking forward to this year for him. And it's, and right now Scott's on a little bit of a break. I'm not pushing him to do anything. And sometimes that's what coaches do. Coaches are here to be like, Hey, it's okay to just enjoy your life right now and not feel like you have to lose weight. Like he honestly probably still is losing, but we're just not focusing on it right now because Scott is very dialed in on things. Softy, softly. I don't know if I really understand that Jake softly, softly catchy monkey. I maybe I'm a little over my head. Jameen, Miss Jameen, just in my short time with you, you are a great coach. I've had a few over the years and learned the most from you, Jameen. And you are welcome to come back to me anytime you want. We'd love to reconnect with you. Um, not even just as a coach, but definitely you should shoot me a text message or whatnot, because we'd love to catch up with you, see how you're doing. I know you've been through a lot this year. Um, Judy, oh, that's a good compliment for softening them up a little bit. Absolutely, Judy. So guys, you know, the main thing today is this, is that if you take anything away from this long episode of me just blabbering on, which is honestly what I really wanted to do today, and sorry if it got to be too much, is if you want to change your body you have to be willing to change the behaviors that have gotten you the body that you want. And that doesn't mean you have to do everything at once. You just have to look at the biggest changes that are going to, the biggest things that you have to change and make small changes in those areas. If you struggle on the weekends, it might not be saying I'm not going to eat out anymore because that's fucking stupid, right? It's all right. I'm going to choose one thing on the menu that I really want to have but I'm going to make sure that I have a protein with that as well. Like that's really what you want to do. Oh, Bruce, you're late to the party, man. I'm just about to close up shop, but now I feel like I got to stay on because I have to say hi to Bruce. I haven't seen you in so long. Jameen, nothing more frustrating as a coach than when you tell clients what to do and how to do it. And they basically blow you off and get upset with you for no, no changes. Yeah. You know what though? As frustrating as it, it might be, I, like I said, I don't, I don't blame there's no blame and there's no, I've learned to let that go because like I said, just like I've talked about this, 
there has to be a desire to change. And some people jump into coaching like it's going to be the magical pill that suddenly by having a coach, everything is going to come into play. Oh, you're going to give me a meal plan. You're going to give me recipes. You don't need a meal plan. You don't need recipes. Those things aren't why you're stuck where you, with where you are. We all know that now, but most clients that are looking for those things are also the ones that don't stay committed because they're looking for an easy solution. And when they actually have to look at the hard things that they want to change, they're like, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to give that up. Well, okay. You're choosing to have an extra drink over the change that you want to see in your body. So that's really, really the big thing. So, all right, guys. Well, it is Saturday. I have a lot to do today. I am trying to get caught up because like I said, the next couple weeks is going to be super busy. Um, I hope that all of you guys are registered for my fat loss frameworks seminar, webinar, not seminar. I would love to do an in-person webinar seminar again, though. Uh, it is coming up this Thursday, August 31st at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as I said, even if you aren't going to be there live, you want the replay, make sure that you sign up because after the seminar, I will be sending a follow-up email and ensuring that everybody gets access to the replay. So uh, Fat Loss Framework Seminar is uh, fatlossframeworks.com. The link to that is in the show notes today. Also, if you guys are looking to take your nutrition to the next level and you want to just jump in, a couple of options for you. Um, there is a link in my show notes for a free metabolic assessment. Uh, that's where I can just kind of basically tell you a little bit more about where you're at in your journey um, and kind of like where I would want to start you at, some specific changes we would want to do, where your current metabolic health might be and take it from there. Uh, or you can set up a clarity call, nutrition strategy call with me to just kind of go over your specific goals. So any of those things are optional for you guys, but they are in the show notes for you guys to go ahead and connect with me. Um, but until our next episode, guys, I will see you all later. As I said, I might not be recording on Tuesday. I'm going to kind of play it by ear. Happy I got this one in. Just really depends on my schedule this week and, and what I have get, get going on with all the house stuff. So um, really exciting time for me. So definitely uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon and, and filling you guys in on all the upcoming details. Bye, guys.